celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your dream team is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani with those grooming questions. Animal communicator Joey Turner bridging that gap. Vladdy the world famous Russian dog wizard. And of course, Ernie Rodina, your horse expert. Toll free at one 405 8405 Stacy working hard in the newsroom. A former supermarket security guard is living the life of his boyhood hero. Hmm. He wants to be Tarzan. And, boy, he's doing it uh, all the way. He's actually living in the jungle three nights a week. Wow. How do you live in the jungle three nights a week and eat fruits and insects and then go home and live with your parents? I don't know. Anyway, this guy's doing it, and he's looking for something to go with it. Uh, he's missing one thing in that jungle. He gets pretty lonely. I'll tell you about it. Coming up on Animal Radio News. <laughs> and I don't think like it's the gym. Let's uh, kick off the show with, oh, by the way, Margaret Cho will be on the show. Comedian Margaret Cho <laughs> in just a few minutes. Uh, let's kick off with a couple of tweets that just came in. By the way, you can tweet us at Animal Radio. Facebook us your questions at Animal Radio. Or send them to us via email at yourvoice at animalradio.com. These are for Vlade. He's getting all the tweets today. The first one comes from Bridget. She says, my grandma is training a chihuahua to be his help dog. Are some types of dogs harder to train than others well good luck with chihuahuas and train chihuahuas <laughs> for obedience it's like training the cat to swim of course and it comes to americans um belief that everyone is created equally it is not not every puppy is created equally that's what the breeders you know create a different breeds in order to fulfill such needs so we have a breed characteristics within every breed but we also have a different personalities. Yes, uh, Judy, we can have, we can find chihuahuas more like, uh, you know, like a sweetheart wants to. Now, they're sweet to the people, to the owners. Don't get me wrong. They can be bitchy to other people, and that's the biggest problem. They are very attachable. Do you know who who is reminding me chihuahua in the new uh, uh, presidential candidates who is running for the office? Who? Uh, Paul. Oh, Ron Paul? Ron Paul. Yeah, Ron Paul. He's chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> so so my answer is to you of course and the chihuahua will be number one on the list will be very hard to train and i could i could add sharp pace chow chow and we can go more on that but i'm not the breedist or whatever you call it feminist because i love the females dogs but in reality that's what it is. What, who do you think is the easiest to train? What kind of dog? Of course, stupid lab or golden would be easiest. <laughs> Not because they're stupid, because uh, they just, you know, they're just so willing to do everything what you want them to do. That's what retrievers were bred for, to, you know, work for men, for women, with with people, and that's what they constantly need your, you know, directions and approval and disapproval for its actions. Uh, the, the only harder part of training those dogs it's a very hard for them to figure out you're not playing now you mean business by the way this very very quickly i just came up uh, just came from uh, corona del mar city where i was next to the starbuck and and uh, was working with uh, some aggressive pomeranian who now is the angel but one lady very muscular lady came in with her uh, race car what is his name i always confusing that in english it is um Greyhound? Wormeranian. Wormeranian. German, German car. Uh, German oh. dog. And Weimaraner. 
Weimaran, I'm yes, sorry. Okay. Weimaran. Okay. Yeah, Weimaran, sorry. So that dog was pulling her as a crazy and I told her, Look, you know, your dog needs to be trained and she and she said, Oh, you know, this dog is untrainable. it's impossible to train those breeds, those breeds you mentioned. I said, Don't tell it to me, you know, I'm the dog trainer and she said, Well, I'm the dog trainer too. So that's unfortunately nowadays that's what we have. Although most of the dog trainers, you know, it's don't call me like a uh, racist or uh, feminist whatever you call it just happened to be late it could be stupid man too but the thing is you know you, you, I'm trained and trainable and uh, so many trainers they just uh, you know avoid the problem and uh, manage them somehow and uh, make excuses and after going and attacking real trainers that's a very upsetting we'll get to the next tweet in just a couple of minutes here if you want to talk to Vlade 1-866-405-8405 that's toll free also to our animal community Communicator Joy Turner, our horse expert Ernie Rodina, our veterinarian Dr. Debbie, right now. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. I'm Hal Abrams. I'm Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405, the number here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani back, feeling a lot better this week. Animal communicator Joy Turner is also feeling better. Ernie Rodina here. And Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And, of course, Stacy Cohn. Every state has their own bird. They have their own tree. They have their own insect. And there's one state that wants to have their own dog, which I think is a great idea. I think every state should have their own dog. This state, Kansas, <laughs> wants to have a... What do you think? What would be the state dog of Kansas? Chihuahua? I'll tell you. Coming up on Animal <laughs> no. Radio. Okay. It what? better be Toto. Exactly. That's my breed. That's my breed. So I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, you're not in Kansas anymore. I don't know why I didn't not, think of that. And I guess it's not just any type of terrier. But we'll have to wait to find out because if we, I'll tell you, the last time we uh, broke Stacy's story before she broke it. <laughs> yeah, she broke I, us. Yeah, I never lived that down. Margaret Cho, comedian Margaret Cho, is coming up in just a few minutes. And uh, just getting over Betty White from last week. Awesome show. We have coming up in a few weeks, we have Kat Cora, Ed Begley Jr., Billy Dean all on the way. And uh, we're very excited about that. If there's somebody you'd like to see on the show or hear on the show, let us know. Cho is on the show. Cho is on the show. She's a tattooed gal. You, pro- you two probably have a lot in common, I would imagine. What are you? What's your tip going to be? My tip is actually going to be, we got a lot of clients that use special medicated shampoos that they get from veterinarians that um, for their for their dog skin problems. And there's a few things you got to do in preparation to use that for it to work properly, and I'm going to discuss that. That's just right around the corner. Let's hit the phones. By the way, if you uh, don't get through on the phones or you, you don't want to be on the air, but you have a question, you could send us your tweets at Animal Radio or over at Facebook at Animal Radio. And, of course, be sure to like us at Facebook at Animal Radio because every single day this week we're giving out a GPS pet tracker and some other gifts for your animals. And these are only to people that like us on Facebook. And uh, so we, we need as many people like Frankly, I'll tell you right now, there's not a lot of people that like us. <laughs> hey. <laughs> don't, Everybody if you're married, likes if you're married don't get it. Your wife will find you if you're walking the dog. you got to change, get new excuses. You can't go out. with It's great for the dog, but you can't use it as an excuse. I'm going out to walk the dog. No, you can't. I have no idea. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's hit the phones. We have Cindy on the phone. Hey, Cindy, how are you doing? 
I'm fine. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. Of course. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania, outside of Philadelphia. Oh, we must be listening on WEEU. Uh, yes. I have Joey Volani here. I understand you have a grooming question. I do. Hi, Joey. Hello, Cindy. How are you? I'm wonderful, thank you. I have an 11-year-old golden retriever. This is my second one, and she is extremely curly. Um, around the ears, as curly as a sheep. And I, you know, get her groomed regularly, and I also bathe her. But she never comes out with that really smooth, shiny coat that I see on a lot of goldens. And I was wondering if there's any product I could use or if you have any recommendations to kind of give her that healthy glow. Well, are you comparing your dog to the dogs that you see on, on the dog shows and whatnot? Because a lot of work goes into that to get that nice and straight. And it's not that we can't do it on your dog. It's just going to take a little bit of time. What you want to tell your groomer, if you have your dog groomed regularly, you want to tell them that they need to use a stripping knife and actually hand strip. It's a grooming method. It's a professional method. It's not something that you want to do at home because if you do it wrong, you're going to make it worse. Okay. So what you want to do is you want to have them on at the grooming procedure to strip it out and so the hair is actually pulled out until it's straight. And basically what it is, it's a deep combing method that you're actually removing the coat out by the root. Now it doesn't hurt because what you're removing is the coat that needs to come out. When it grows back in, it's going to grow back in flatter. In the meantime, okay. what you can use is, do you know the, um, the serums that you use for your own hair? I know that Redken has it, and it's called Glass. And basically, yeah. it's a smoothing serum. And what you okay. can do is you can actually use that and comb it, and it'll keep it in place probably for about a day, and then you're going to have to reapply it the next day. And that, in the meantime, can do it. Also, a straightening iron, but I tell people at home, be careful with that, because basically, it could be a little bit dangerous to use on your pet if they move and, and you can burn them. But the best okay. thing is is to get the, get the um, area hand-stripped out, and then it'll grow in permanently. Um, and then you just have to maintain it, um, you okay. know, just by brushing, combing. And then when they go to the groom, we'll just do a light stripping, and um, you'll be much happier. And they could do okay. that anywhere on the dog that has curls where they shouldn't be. Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405 to connect to Joey Volani, our groomer here, or Dr. Debbie, animal communicator Joy Turner, Ernie Rodina, our brand new horse expert, or Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Margaret Cho on the show today, very funny comedian. And, of course, uh, Stacy working hard in the newsroom. What could be worse than when you go over somebody's house and their dog sits down next to you and their breath smells Worse than a can of tuna that's been out all week long. <laughs> so bad. Well, where am I going with this? Yeah. It's Pet Dental Health Month, the whole month. And I'm going to tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Yes, and uh, I thought she said br- breast. Yes. That, that her breasts smell like tuna. Yeah. No. Okay, and then I heard teeth. So yeah. I, I realized, okay, well, I'm on the right show here. Yes, yeah. It's not Breast Awareness Month. It is Breath <laughs> Awareness Month here. So I love your accent. So let me ask another question regarding the smell from the mouth. I I, I heard back in Russia that uh, in America it's one of the biggest crime to have a human uh, smell out of the mouth, and it comes to the dogs too. So what is your intake on that? Uh, what is the hottest things on the market for that one? 
For, for, for dogs or people, we talking about here. We're talking about dogs. <laughs> for the okay, people I know, just this, just get one vodka shot and you're done. I'm talking about the dogs. You know, it, 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 they have to go in for their dentistry. And then once they go in for the dentistry, um, what us groomers are recommending are those gels and sprays that um, that are actually a lot of our sponsors um, are, are, are carrying right now. And they work they work great because they work good on my dogs. Yeah, yes, Pet's, Pet's Life. Life makes the best. Yes. Pet, How to use it? Just spray? It's an oral gel. You put it in the water, don't you, Joey? No. He it has, should be American way. Spray and forget it. He, 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 he has a few. He has a spray, which I use to spray um, because my dogs, it, uh, you know, to get the oral, to get the gel on is a little bit of a pain in the neck. And it's um, on my dogs with their weight, four sprays once a day. And I got to tell you, it really made a major difference. I actually use the oral gel on my teeth. For yeah. for reals, yeah, because you yeah. don't bite your hands. It's yeah, <laughs> it's. I, I just I just a little bit cautious about using the word oral. I would just say you know I don't want people misunderstood. <laughs> would join just to this program, you know it's just for the cleaning teeth. I would put this way. See, I'm in California. I need to be politically correct. You know, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the dream team. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by our friends at Pet Stay. It's a unique program for guests and their four legged friends available. At Flamingo, Bally's, Harris Resorts in Las Vegas. Pet Stay includes the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, even a specialty room service menu. You can find out more details at Caesars.com slash Petstay Las Vegas. Who's there tonight? This lady called Bethany Owen. She uh-huh. one voice, and she does she's known for her impersonations of Cher and Madonna, Tina Turner, Marilyn Monroe, Liza Minnelli. And she's tonight wow. at the King's Room. At the Rio. Have you ever heard of her, Joey? No. But if nothing else, your dogs will have a good time and, you know, calling up room service. Tonight at the King's Room at Rio, tickets start at $62.81. How do they come up with that number? I don't know. Isn't that kind of an odd number? By the way, this Pet Stay program available at Caesars Palace, Paris, Planet Hollywood, Harrah's, Flamingo, Bally's, Rio, Imperial Palace. I mean, really, all of Las Vegas. All the good ones, anyway. And, of course, they bring us Animal Radio. Thanks, guys. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. You love cleaning the litter box? I didn't think so. Fortunately, with world's best cat litter, problem solved. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate nasty pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, world's best cat litter is pet people and planet friendly. We offer a money-back guarantee if you aren't completely satisfied find it at a store near you by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio what dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer settle digestive upsets reduce scratching and shedding canine caviar what dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots canine caviar what dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption Canine Caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. 
This is Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. K9 Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and K9 Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Hi, this is Park Overall. I am just thrilled about Animal Radio. Please, stay and neuter your animals. Please. Animal Radio, one 405 8405 to connect with the Dream Team. In just a few minutes, Margaret Cho, comedian Margaret Cho, will be on the show. Groomer Joey Volania is also here. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, and Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. And Stacey Cohn in the newsroom. Every state has their own bird, they have their own tree, they have their own insect. And there's one state that wants to have their own dog, which I think is a great idea. I think every state should have their own dog. Yeah. What would be the state dog of Kansas? I know. I'll tell you. Coming up on Animal Radio News. Little hint, there's no place like home. You're not in Kansas anymore. (laughs) This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. If you're ready to solve your litter box problem, switch to World's Best Cat Litter. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and eliminate those nasty pet odors. It's guaranteed to work or your money back. Find it at a store near you by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. And I also wanted to mention that coming up next week, Billy Dean, who's, uh, we, I just found out, not only just a great musician, but his dad was Jimmy Dean, the musician who... No, no. His... Sausage. His dad was the brother. <laughs> oh, his dad was So the it's actually bro- his uncle. Oh, his uncle was Jimmy Dean, who was a musician, and then the sausage maker. Right. He was a country artist and a sausage maker. That was his <laughs> uncle. Also coming up in the next few weeks, Cat Cora and Ed Begley Jr. joining us. And uh, we're going to line three where we have Bob on the phone. Hey, Bob, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. What's hey. going on in your world? Oh, just sitting here playing on a laptop waiting for a load. Waiting for a load. So you're not sitting in the bathroom. Well, I was earlier, but not now. <laughs> not that kind of load. You're, you're, you're probably OTR is what I'm thinking. You're waiting to pick up a, a delivery, right? Well, yeah, that too. Okay. <laughs> We'll try not to disturb you there, Bob. <laughs> oh, no problem. You don't hear an echo or anything, do you? Uh, no, no. Okay. Uh, i got a question for you. How come it is that you get your dog chipped, you go to a vet, the vet's never checked the chips as a, you know, when you do, just when you do an average check of the dog, when you hook the dog over and got to give them a, you know, a glance over and, and check them out, I never mm-hmm. bother to check to see if they have a chip in them to see if the dog is wrong to the people that brought the dog in. Right. I had a dog stolen. I had a dog stolen a while back that had a chip. And mm-hmm. if the vet had bothered to check, he would have found out the dog was stolen. Mm. Well, you know, I mean, did you ever you never got the dog back? No, we never did. 
Oh, goodness. I'm sorry. You know, the, the big thing and the challenge with it is that checking for a chip isn't the same thing as checking for the ownership of the chip because they're, they're different things there. So um, there are some veterinarians that have a policy of scanning each and every pet that comes to the door. And it really depends on the hospital policy. Now, if they do that, they find a chip number. But that does not mean once we run that scanner over that chip, it, nothing lights up and says this pet is stolen. It just says this is the number for that pet. So in order to actually find out if that pet is stolen or lost, you have to call the microchip registration, give that number, and find the disposition of what the status of that chip is. If it's stolen, reported stolen, lost, or never registered. And I'll tell you, never registered is a huge problem with microchips. Just because they check for a microchip doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily get your dog back if Joe down the road takes the dog in says, hey, this is my dog. My uncle gave it to me from Tennessee. And they check him for a microchip. And they say, yeah, yeah, we know he has a microchip. We haven't registered it yet. There's no way that veterinarian is going to play cop. And they're not going to know that that gentleman's not being honest with them. They may know there's a chip there. But there's a little bit of some um, discretion as far as, you know, what's the incidence of suspicion. So for me, what I do, every new pet that I see, puppy, kitten, adult, if it's a new pet that's to my practice, I scan them. And you know, I've had people where there have been some weird situations where they'll say, ah, you know, no, he doesn't have a chip. And if he has a chip and they state they've never had a chip, for me, that's a really big red flag that goes up. And I start calling um, and checking on that status of that chip. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, it sure has. And, you know, um, it is surprising how many people, when they find an animal and they see it maybe in, um, you know, unkept state, you know, maybe it's matted, it's got wounds on it or it looks skinny. And there's a lot of people, when they find a stray animal, like that they say oh, whoever had that pet didn't love him they wouldn't have allowed him to get this way and I'll tell you I had a cat that somebody found uh, a year prior brought it in for vaccines for me and I scanned it it had a microchip we had the owners there within five minutes and the lady who found the animal actually was contesting and saying no I don't want to give it back because she was running loose obviously that lady didn't love her so there's a lot of people that kind of have that mindset you know when they find a stray animal and um, it, it can really make a problem for those um, honest people that have their pets microchipped and that want to do use the system how it's supposed to work um, that's really part of the problem but yeah I agree with yeah, it'd be nice if, you know, we were more thorough in not only scanning, but also having some means to check on those chips to make sure that, um, you know, what the status is. But uh, whew, in a busy yeah. office day, you know, it would be hard. You'd have to have, a, you know, a deputy or someone to be checking on all those microchips to make sure that each and every well, one I, is valid. I didn't know there was a number. I have home again on my dog now, and uh, they told me that when you scan it, the name of the owner comes up. Nope, I didn't know it was incorrect. just a number. Yeah, you know, it's just a number, but you know, there ought to be something that the companies can do if you have a microchip in a dog and your dog is lost or stolen, you should be able to report it, and they should be able to do something so when that chip is read that it comes up in a, an alert or something. That's a good flag. If I call home again and say, hey, my dog was gone, don't they, they can't put a flag on, yeah. that, on that chip so if somebody does scan it, it'll come up and say, dang, here he's... Uh this dog's missing. They can put a flag on the information, but they can't put a flag on the chip. Once the chip is in, you also got to register it. And a lot of people just put the chip in and what, they forget to register? Yeah. And even some shelters um, that will have a chip in a pet when you adopt it, if it's not registered into the new owner's name, 
it'll never do any good. It only registers and brings that pet back to that shelter. Does that answer some questions for you there, Bob? Yes, it sure does. I'm kind of curious, and I just figure out to ask. Well, we appreciate you listening, Bob, and uh, we'll let you get back to your load there. All right, y'all take care. Yeah, we will. 1-866-405-8405. Please don't call while you're on the toilet. In just a couple of minutes, comedian Margaret Cho will be on the show. She did um, an episode of, of Groom Hazard on Animal Planet with me. And um, she did one of the quick sniff challenges, and she was a sweetheart. What's a what Very was, funny. What was a quick sniff challenge? Quick sniff challenge was um, you, you got a leg up. They had to um, do all kinds of, like, they had them doing some crazy things. I forget which one that that, that, um, that, that she judged. But, like, they had to, I'll give you an example. They had to make dog cookies, and then they had to, you know, taste them and see which was the best dog cookie. And if you cooked the oh, best yeah. one, then you would get an advantage in the next challenge. We have a quick sniff challenge in my household, but it's... It's a totally different thing. <laughs> Don't think I want to know that no, one. It'll be neither. part of it anyway. Margaret Cho has some uh, a lot of tattoos. See, the difference between your tattoos, Joey, and her tattoos is her tattoos are not visible. visible yeah. Yours are all over your Unless arms. Unless she wants them. Mine are only on my arms. And, um, you know, I mean, hers are probably better because tattoos on women generally come out better than on men. I'm jealous, and, and I want to, you know, just to rip the skin, on, skin off and get new tattoos. Look at that, Hal. How does mine look? Yours... Yours looks good, and Joey's yeah, looks good, looks too. Good. i got to say, Joey, nothing wrong with your tattoos. Mine are old. I, I got mine before they were fashionable. Are you still glad you got those tattoos, or are you one of those people that no. regrets? No, no, no. I'm, I, I, I regret it. You do? I completely regret it. I don't regret getting tattoos. I regret what I got at the time <laughs> of, of, of my life when I got them. Uh-oh. You know, it was it was different time and different mentality, and now I look back and say, okay, you know what? Doesn't See, I work. got mine about 15 years ago. And you're thinking of actually adding Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog as yeah, a tattoo on I your body I want to do like huh? just a little outline of her head, like a cartoon outline of her head, and then just in cursive underneath, say Ladybug. Just only about two to three inches high on my, um, well... Tramp stamp is what they call it. It's a family show, damn it. Yeah, the Adams family. You have a brother who has, he has tattoos. And then I, I guess he wrote his girlfriend's name or his wife's I name. Know. And then he's been married three times, four no, times? No, five times. Five times. So he keeps changing. The name. He has to cover them up. With yes. other tattoos, yes, we find. Well, you can put you can put derogatory um, statements underneath each name. You know what yeah. I'm saying? As as you go on, <laughs> he's covering it up with a big colorful koi fish. I guess that's the only thing they could cover up four ex wives' names with. My body is pure and. Oh, get out of here, Hal! Uh, let's see. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you. Is this who it's brought to you by? I'm getting so confused. This You're portion. Hold that. You're flashing. I can't see papers as they fly in front of my face. This there portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Cats on Deck. They make cat containment easy. They also provide cat lifestyle enrichment while keeping your cat safe and contained in all kinds of weather. They got some cool stuff. Actually. I know. You know, it's it's like I, I I want it for myself. Never mind the cat. Yeah, they're like building blocks. You can just build it all yes. kinds of sizes and shapes and put it together. Awesome. If I was a kid, I would want these for myself. <laughs> if I was a cat, I would want this. Yeah. You know, cats that roam outdoors free, actually, their life, their lifespan is expected no more than seven, eight years. If even that long. And cats that live indoors can live up to 18 years old. But, you know, the cats want to get out. They want to see the uh, the birds, and they want to get that fresh air. How would, how would you feel if you were locked up all the time, couldn't get outside? Yeah. This is a great solution because the cats oh, can go outside. Yeah, you've been locked up a lot. I'm married. 
Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Between being married and not sleeping in the same bed, you better hope your wife is not listening this weekend. So, anyway, so you want to get one of these enclosures so your cat can get out, but be safe. Check out catsondeck.com, and you can get a 10% discount by putting the uh, promo code ANIMAL, ANIMAL, in the promo code box over there at catsondeck.com. And they bring us this cat tip. Hi, this is catsondeck.com, sponsoring this cat tip of the week. Cat life, a world of routine and security. Cats are naturally conservative. They prefer things to stay the same, and they like things to happen at the same time every day. Cats enjoy being in an environment where they are familiar and feel secure. Changes, even minor ones such as rearranging furniture or major ones like the introduction of another cat or pet can be quite unsettling. So, any changes or introductions should be gradual and not thrust upon them all at once. Some people will say that their cat somehow knows when a visit to the vet or owners leaving for a holiday is about to happen. Many believe that they instinctively know the sounds, the movement, and even certain words that are associated to the last experience that occurred immediately thereafter, and the reason a cat initiates one of their magical disappearing acts. Routine represents security to a cat. Visit CatsOnDeck.com, where cat environmental enrichment and safety is a major component of all our cat enclosures. Imagine a unique cat containment system for your home, apartment, or condo that's incredibly strong, lightweight, and easy to assemble. Cats on Deck has the answer. With their exclusive InstaClamp, you can quickly change configuration or size by connecting screened panels to each other in minutes. Cats are vertical creatures. With Cats on Deck, you can add shelves, ramps, tunnels, and even a loft. Visit CatsOnDeck.com today. Home of modular, lightweight, and strong enclosures, providing superior lifestyle enrichment and a safe outdoor environment for your cat. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, if you've ever dreamed of making an omelet with eggs from your very own chicken coop, if you live in San Diego... Now's your chance. San Diego City Council this week voted on sweeping changes to pave the way for expanded urban farming. Among the new rules, residents in most houses can keep up to five chickens, while goats and beekeeping are now allowed in single-family homes. Can you imagine this? My neighbors would absolutely... All I need to do is add some chickens to the mix. I mean, with my dogs and the way they bark, I actually have to go to court again for these stupid dogs. They're not stupid. It's my neighbors that are stupid. But... um. Gosh, can you imagine the noise in the neighborhood? I love that. I think it's great. Council members say the changes are common sense. <laughs> Tell my neighbors that. Since communities need more opportunities to grow their own food as they become more vertical and denser. Well, one Kansas lawmaker wants to take a page from the Wizard of Oz and make the Karen Terrier the state dog. That's the breed of Dorothy's dog, Toto, in the movie, uh, you know, the Wizard of Oz that Judy Garland carried around. Toto, no, no, give me back Toto. You remember that. Representative Ed Trimmer, I get your pretty dog, too. Um, Ed Trimmer, who introduced the bill, joked that he'll probably get barked at by other lawmakers the first time he takes the floor. Good for him. I think that's great. Every state should have their own dog, don't you think? 
There's a former supermarket security guard who is living the life of his boyhood hero. The UK's Orange News says Duet Dutoy has moved from England to Africa so he can live like Tarzan. The 24-year-old says he's become obsessed with Tarzan as a child while living in Nambia. He now spends three nights a week living in the African jungle. He eats fruits and insects, and he hangs out with the animals. Dutoit spends the rest of the week residing at his parents' home in South Africa. He's filming his life in the jungle with the hopes that he may be able to land a role in a Tarzan movie. What a good way to get a, a role. This is perfect. But while he's enjoying life in the wild, Dutoit says there's something missing. He remarks, quote, what do you think it is? It's not the chimp. It gets lonely. I'd love to find a Jane to help me pass the time. I'm thinking about it. Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show just added six new breeds to the dog kennel competition. The newest breeds include the Antelbacher, it's a mountain dog, the Norwegian Lundhund, the American English Coonhound, the Finnish Laphund, the Sesky Terrier, and uh, I can't even pronounce this. It starts with an X, but it's also known as the Mexican Hairless. <laughs> oh, with 185 different breeds competing in the Westminster Show, the competition should become a little more exciting. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z it's Animal Radio, one 405 toll-free. That's Danny, one of our dream team. To my left, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. To my right, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, groomer Joey Volani, and animal communicator Joy Turner, and brand new to the animal radio dream team, Ernie Rodina, our horse expert here. You, you kind of mispronounce everything, and no wondering that our listeners don't even remember my name. For some reason, they am receiving so many emails and uh, calls, and they say, we want to talk to the Russian guy. Could you help to tell everyone who is listening, what this is, is my name? Vlade, V-L-A-D-A-E. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Thank you. Vlade, you. Vlade, Vlade, Vlade. 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 We'll answer some more Vlade tweets in just a couple of minutes. You can tweet us at Animal Radio or Facebook us at Animal Animal Radio, or email us at yourvoice at animalradio.com, or call toll-free if you'd like. Uh, by the way, happy President's Day weekend. I still can't figure out why the presidents have their own holiday, especially after seeing the primary and these uh, crooks. Anyway. Hi, Lee. Hello. What's going on with you? I have Vladi the World Famous Russian Dog Wizard here for you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, we have Hi, a beautiful How wife, are you? Holly. She's a two-and-a-half-year-old dog at this point. And she's, uh, what I would say, very intelligent, 
highly reactive and high in personality and maybe dominant uh, to some degree, she really pulls on a leash. And uh, we haven't been able to uh, stop that. She's so eager. What I would like to know is what she thinks of us and her life. I'm just wondering if there's any uh, information there for us that we should know. Wow, that's a very interesting question. Nobody asked me that one before. Um, you know, I, I don't believe too much in psychics and don't believe too much in, uh, you know, something uh, which is not too scientific. But, however, uh, let's with, <laughs> try to sort it out. So you have a collie who is very well known as the wonderful dog. I mean, those dogs are have wonderful personality. They're sweet, uh, very hard to develop any aggressiveness in their dogs. I mean, I remember in Russia, we tried to use them for the military as a guard dog. Boy, most of them were just, they failed, uh, you know, to bite anyone and develop mm-hmm. any aggressiveness. You know, they're sure. such a sweet dogs. Well, Great sniffers, we've had by them the way. before, all our lives, in fact, but we've never had one like this. Okay, and let me talk about that particular one. Before I tell you what he thinks about him, <laughs> let me ask you what you think about your dog. And what if you could just put in one sentence, what what what, what don't you like? Like say you you came to the plastic surgeon, okay? <laughs> and I'm I'm kind of ultimate plastic surgeon because I'm working after another people who screwed it up, and I always was thinking I wish the people would come to me as the first, not as the last. Oh yeah. Um, so tell me please, if you come to me as the plastic surgeon and you want to do something behavior makeover for your beautiful collie, which was my my favorite, one of my best favorite breeds. Tell oh, me please. Oh, I can see why. Yeah, tell me, please. Uh, they're very handsome, too. Have a, almost like Russian blue eyes. Well, tell me, please, what don't you like about your dog? I, I'm just wondering if I give in too much to her dominance and her wanting to be alpha. Uh, no, no, you're not listening to me. No, no. What don't you like about your dog? I don't like my dog. Well. Okay. Uh, what I don't like, really, is her extreme pulling on the leash and her not really being totally reliable obedience-wise when we're out on the beach in California. Uh, you know, she's going and doing her own thing pretty much. Uh, sure. I give her an arm signal, and she comes now, which is great progress. But I'm just, I was wondering, uh, you know, if there's anything that we should know regarding her handling. This is nothing about dominance. This is about your dog hasn't been taught how to walk properly on the, on the leash. Okay. And this is the easiest things you can do yourself in five minutes, literally. Okay. If you're not going to listen, different trainers who are going to come up with uh, that stupid idea, if the dog is uh, pulling on the leash, you have to stop and look in the dog's eyes and say, well, please don't do that. <laughs> or every time when the dog pulls, yeah, you know, it's 90% of the trainers nowadays like this. No. You, you, you need to use dog's orientation reflex. It's so simple. All what you need to do, you need to use doggy mother uh, biting collar, which I love a lot. It's a very humane, it's very safe for your dog, especially it never hurts, but very effective. I'm talking about uh, pinch collar with a quick release. Um, I like the Germans more, even though in Russia we still love Germans as much as Republicans love Democrats. But we admire their, you know, the only people who don't like it's Polish. No, we love Germans nowadays. But, you know, they're great engineers. So the thing is, um, I would use that collar and would make sure the, the, the collar is, uh, the leash is very loose. 
and the dog is around the dog is a little bit ahead i got to turn around quickly and make that very distinctive uh kind of um um i don't even call it snap because it's more like a bite with my left hand that's how i view it i mean you have to watch the video which is an anim- animalradio.com when you go on animal radio you see the videos and i showed it how i did it with akita so it's nothing even to talk about this now not coming to you when she's somewhere around unless she has dog ADD or selective hearing or learning disabilities, which I know colleagues don't have it. So it's like this. It's like your child. You say, Belly, come over here. And the Belly says, forget your mother. You know, I don't hear you. I don't want to hear you in this situation. This can be resolved in the different way. You first need to go in not such a dis- distinct, uh, destructive uh, area and put maybe 10 15 feet uh, leash on her and work on that leash. After that, maybe you gotta buy um, from hardware store 30 foot clothesline, like clothesline which we're using for uh, drying the clothes, mm-hmm. and attach the end to her and uh, the the rest of the rope on the floor. You say her, Heidi, come, whatever her name is, and Heidi says, Forget your mother, and now you have to forget her. You gotta basically <laughs> step on this rope and say, Come, because doggy mother says one time and after doggy mama bites and doggy mama doesn't go to the jail it's just in america you can hear if your mom says no please call one eight hungry blah 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 and turn her in if the doggy mother says no as the russian mother says no you can call whoever you want and canine culture do not have child protection agencies or or puppy psychologists and staff mama lick mama bite it's forgiven and forgotten by using this method, you can fix it too. And what you don't think about you, I think you don't think you are not the leader because I think Holly must have a leaders in their life. And by teaching her walk on the loose leash and watching you instead of you watching her, because this is like more like dating. The more attention you give to her, the less you will receive yourself. So <laughs> make her watch you, not you should watch her, especially her butt when she's pulling you. And by making him come to you, you becoming the boss. She will not just love you, but also respecting you. Thank you for calling to Animal Radio. Thank you ever so much. We much appreciate it. That was a good one. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. (laughs) Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org.
Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. I, I wasn't calling anyone. Were you calling anybody? I wasn't calling. I think you lost the caller there. It was there. Ladybug. <laughs> Ladybug is making long-distance calls. one 405 to connect with the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. And uh, Judy is reconnecting. I believe we had a call for animal communicator Joy Turner. And by the way, if you don't get through today and you'd like to contact one of us, you can uh, send your email to your voice at animalradio.com or you can <laughs> actually hear the live show going on in the background here. You don't have to whisper. We all hear you. Did we get our caller back? We got our caller back. Okay, let's see. Hey, Brian? Yes, how are you guys? Good. I have animal communicator Joy Turner here for you. What's up? Hey, Joy, I'm a great fan. Great fan of all of you guys. Thank hey, you, and how can I help you today, Brian? Pretty good. I'm calling about my cat, Bobby Lee. I named this cat after a fictitious character in a book. <laughs> and I want to know if he's happy. I found him in a car. He was trapped in the body wall of a car over in Oklahoma. And I'm a trucker, and I just, I like the cat. And when I got him, he was half dead. And I just want to know if he's happy. He says, well, he isn't sure. Happy actually completely explains how he feels because he credits you with his life. And he said he owes his life to you. So he doesn't know that happy even like enters into the equation. It's just like, how can you thank someone that's given you your life and taken such good care of you in the meantime? So he's very pleased. He's very contented. He feels like he's exactly where he wants to be and needs to be, and he is so grateful and appreciative. Well, I mean, this little guy has helped me through a rough patch this summer. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I'm in the middle of trucking right now, so I'm I'm working and talking at the same time. But this little guy has helped me through so much, and uh, he's. He's really my best friend. He says he feels that the feeling is mutual and he feels that it is not just his duty but also his very great honor to be able to do anything at all that he possibly can do to make your life better or easier. He said, after all, you gave him his. So he is just totally ecstatic and he would do anything at all for you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. These animals are so darn lucky to have us. I'll tell you that right now. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with our dream team. And how the animals feel like they're lucky to have us and we're lucky to have them. It works out well that way. Yeah. It does. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Does being bitten by a poisonous spider put you in a romantic mood? A new study being conducted at an Israeli hospital seeks to determine whether toxin found in a spider's venom can be used to treat erectile dysfunction, much like Viagra. 
The study was launched after researchers learned that men who had been bitten by poisonous spiders suffered from unusually prolonged erections. In the study, three types of poisonous spiders will be used. The spider's venom will be milked with a special sponge. Among the spiders being studied are the black widow, the female spider known for sometimes eating her mate after romance. Please see your physician before catching and milking a poisonous spider. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Ladybug just giving you a big old smooch on your face there. I know it. I just turn around and there she is. Before I even know what's going on. Get it? You got tongued, I think. Uh, I hate when that happens. Sort of gross. I know. That's not good for you, is it, Doc? No, you know, it's not good. There's a transmission of uh, parasites and bacteria. And gosh, you know what? We have a theory in my household. Both my father and I father-in-law and I caught a cold, he claims from my dog. He thinks the cold was passed from him to the dog to me. Granted, there's no kissing going on between us. Is so that actually you. possible? <laughs> you know, it's it's possible within some realm uh, of possibility, but um, not terribly likely because, uh, you know, that would require a pretty close proximity for all of us to be passing uh, kiss fluids. I, you know, I don't I don't make this a habit. I don't believe in a dog licking my face, my child's face, anything. So, you know, I just turn around and she was there. I, I don't do this as a as a habit. I enjoy it. Ew. Well, you know, and it happens to me at work all the time. I'll be talking, you know, examining a pet, and my mouth will be open while I'm, you know, blabbing away, and this dog will come... And, and tongue goes in my mouth, and it's like, ew! <laughs> well, at least the dog likes you, and yeah, as a veterinarian, yeah. that's a compliment, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's a hazard of the job, but uh, it's a reward in its own way. Yeah. Hey, Lou, how are you doing? Great, how are you? Very good. Do you have any dogs? I've got two dogs. i got a male and a female. They're both pedigree, and uh, we don't kiss. Sorry. <laughs> don't kiss. Won't don't let kiss. that happen. Good, don't. I'm with you, Lou. Do they, even, so, do they even try to kiss? You know, yeah, they do, because... The, the male is really attached to me. He'll, he'll follow me everywhere. And when I sit down, he'll jump up on the couch. No, no, not the face. He lick the back of my <laughs> hand or my foot. That's fine. I'll go wash up, but not the face. I'm sorry. Now, are you primarily scared of uh, diseases, or is it just gross? No, it's just something I don't I don't really like. I, you know, they say the dog's mouth is cleaner than mine. I don't really want to test <laughs> the warnings no. on that one. <laughs> no, we found out that's not true. Yeah, I... Oh, Thank goodness. First of all, if a dog's mouth is cleaner than mine, mine is uh, mine's pretty, not that clean, I'll tell you that. Plus, you know, I just yeah. saw them licking down there, cleaning their you-know-what. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm with you right there. Well, thank you for your call. Is that all you wanted to talk about today? Well, uh, what, um, earlier I was doing your program to talk about cats. Yeah. And I'm not certain which one of your guests. Was, I had a cat named Garfield. Oh, okay. How cute. Garfield lived at 22 years old. Holy moly. Wow. Assuming indoor cat? Uh, no, he was an outdoor. And I, wow. I'll make this real quick for your program. We we got him in a town called Atalanta. 
our girls very, very young. Um, he got caught by a younger family, and they brought him in the garage and put barbed wire around his neck while he safely came home. He got mauled by two dogs. Ooh. This dog had a really, really hectic life, but we loved him. Wow. And the day I had to put him down, I... Uh, wait a minute. Let me, let me tell you, that's... I, a... I cried like a baby. This, this cat was a member of the family. Oh, yeah. And um, I, I had talking to a guy that was four or five days before I put Garfield down, and he said, well, I cried like a baby. I said, not me. It's just an animal. That's all it is. Yeah, no, I hate those lie. people. I hate those people. <laughs> I know. I know. You but, know... But real quick, real succinctly, this cat was something else. Uh, he was very, very laid back. He was 22, and when the doc, Dr. Um, Edwards in the Animal Medical Clinic, um, I said, uh, am I doing the right thing? He looked at me and says, well, when you reach 150 years old and sticks a needle in your butt, let me know if you're doing the right thing, because <laughs> I think you're, you'd be welcome in. Oh, how, long, right. how long ago was this? We put the cat down uh, about four years ago. We still missed him. Um, no, you'd be surprised. I mean, the, the, the cat was uh, a member of the family and does have a living memory with us. I'm, I'm surprised that I really am. That's that's the way it is. That's you know, the way we feel. Same week, one of my cats uh, died and my uncle Louie died. I was more sad about the cat because, yeah. uh, frankly, I didn't shed a tear about over Uncle Louie. But yeah. the animals... That's horrible, Hal. Well, you know, the animal gave me unconditional love. We've Uncle Louie, not so much. Yeah, well, you don't see Uncle Louie oh, every day. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the day... Forgive me for this, but the day I took him down, my wife didn't want to go. She couldn't do it. She couldn't handle it. She said, you're the man. Go down and take, take him down. But Dr. Edwards, the doctor that had saved his life three times before... Wow. He got bought by the dog with the uh, barbed wire, and there was another incident. Well, I get the cat to doctor. It was uh, it was looking at me. Said it's going to be all right. Laid him down, and I'm, I'm crying and I'm panicking. And I'm saying, "Garb, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay." Edward put his hand on my shoulder. He said, "So done. It's done. It's all right. It's done." I said, "What?" He said, "Yes, it's done." I mean, it was just that quick. There's no pain, there's nothing. Put the pages on the cat a shot, and he went to sleep. I'm hoping I go that way. Will someone <laughs> euthanize me when it's time? Yeah, so, I will, Hal. So I want to be your Uncle Louie. Okay, I'll be your Uncle Louie. <laughs> no. yeah. I appreciate your time, Lou. No, I appreciate you allowing me to tell the story. Thank you very much. Awesome. I feel needed that, that, I don't know what you call it, that requiem, I guess. It's Thanks. cathartic, isn't it? That is. Well, I'm going to, hey, I hope you cry a little bit now. <laughs> we're, we're, I feel, you see, look at the hair standing up on my arms here. I know, you get goosebumps, Hal. Getting chills. Okay. He was a terrific cat. And that Dr. Edwards, he's a godsend because he really helped me through it. He really did. He called me two days later and asked how I was. So, he's a good guy. He was a good cat. Great cat. Good. 22 years, that's pretty yeah. long, Doc, don't yeah, you think? Like, yeah, that, you know what, I just... I just had a 21-year-old cat come in uh, this morning, and uh, it's kind of the same situation where we're getting down to talking about, you know, the quality of life is getting there where, you know, it's becoming time. And after that period of time, you know, that that is a kid. That is a, an adult lifespan. Um, and it's very difficult. And I, I do, as many veterinarians, I see that it's a way that 
That's what we're here for. That's what a veterinarian's job is all about. We preserve life, but we also prevent suffering. So, um, you know, sounds like they had a great relationship with our vet. And, yeah. uh, 1-866-405-8405. If you had a pet that lived a long time, I'd love to hear from you. This is Animal Radio, baby. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome, my friend. Coming up this hour, Margaret Cho. Comedian Margaret Cho on the show. Very funny gal, tattooed. Very tattooed. She sure is. But not a lot of tattoos that you can see with her clothes on. Right. She tries not that to I keep would... them. Yeah, wait, yeah, <laughs> wait a minute, Hal. That, yeah, then. how do you know? <laughs> Something you want to share? Dr. Debbie is answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joy Turner is also here. Ernie Rodina, our horse expert. And, of course, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And I've already given you the toll-free numbers, but you can also tweet us at Animal Radio or hit us up at Facebook at Animal Radio. And by the way, if you like us on Facebook, yes. we have gifts every single day this week. Ooh. Big, big gifts. So you want to do that. This is a tweet that just came in from Debbie. She says, Vlade, you talk about two bitches living in the same household. They don't get along. This is not true. I'm a trainer and mine are getting along just fine. What do you think? Well, <laughs> well maybe uh, it is uh, uh, possible to maybe... Um, take two bitches out of the pack, but you cannot get pack mentality out of the bitches. And the bitches will be fighting to death. Um, they don't growl. They, they don't give any warning signals. They will go to the attack mood, mood very quickly. Why? Because they're competitors. Um, I don't know if the people know or not. Uh, an animal behavior study. Uh, it was also wasn't uh, pro- it was a proven fact that. Uh, uh, one bitch wants to eliminate another bitch. Why? Because she would like to pass her genes uh, to the future generations. So we even have a saying, alpha, alpha bitch breeds first. <laughs> so alpha bitch breeds first. So that is why for them it's very serious because, you know, Males always thinking about the sex, and females thinking about uh, future generations. So, female one female wants to eliminate the weaker one to you know to be with the alpha male and bring a wonderful um, generation of the kids. This is in generally, but when it comes to particular to, to every American household, watch out, people. You know, uh, maybe this lady has a really nice two dogs. And, um, you know, but I, what I'm telling you from my international experience working now for 30 years in five countries around the world, I'm passing those step doors all the time in my memory. If I could not help the people, if something happened after training one, two, three, four years, whatever, that was two females. Maybe we could get them to some control, but after that, the things, you know, happened something again. So that is my take. Okay. one 405 That's the number to connect here to the Dream Team. Stacy, what are you working on? If you've ever had an animal, your cat, your dog, whatever, that got really sick and you knew that you needed to get him to the vet as soon as possible... Don't you wish there was an ambulance that could do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, guess what? 
in Florida, they have one. There's a pet ambulance. I'll oh. tell you about it. Coming up on Animal Radio News. Now, Joy, last week you were sick. You feel a little bit better, Joy? I'm Am feeling, I feeling wonderful little... today. Oh, okay. See, we got a problem here, Joy, Joey. You know, I don't know who you talking to. <laughs> yeah. Joy, I'm happy that you feel good. Of course, you didn't get a chance to meet Ernie Rodina last week. Uh, he's our new member of our dream team. Ernie Rodina is our horse expert. And I'm still healthy. Great, great to meet doing? you, folks. Good to meet you, Ernie. Great What's that act? Where, 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 where are you from originally? Because that's I no am, California accent I hear. I am. I am from the Midwest. Kansas City is where I was raised, and uh, and uh, pretty much hailed from the Midwest all her life. But I went to school with a lot of folks from the back east. The Bro- my roommate was actually from the Bronx, DeWitt Clinton High School. I'd like to see you get Joey on a horse. That's what I'd like to see. <laughs> well, you know my. Go- goal is to get all you folks to go on our dream ride in the Flint Hills. That's my goal is to get the whole team of Animal Radio Network, get to experience a great, great weekend of trail riding and and cowboy culture. I'm, I'm not. I'm not very graceful. I'm, see, I'm good with dogs, cats, birds, that sort of thing. The first time and the last time that I rode a horse is every time the horse went down to drink, I fell off the horse. Okay, <laughs> the horse would bend, would would bend down. I would fall off the horse. So that's you know that was my experience riding horses. We tell you to keep a firm grip and a faraway look in your eyes when you're riding them. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And your entire dream team here. Your beck and call. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Our horse expert Ernie Rodina. And Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard. Uh, let's, uh, Stacy. What are you working on there in the newsroom? What could be worse than when you go over somebody's house and their dog sits down next to you, and their breath smells worse than a can of tuna that's been out all week long? <laughs> <laughs> it's Pet Dental Health Month, the whole month, and I'm going to tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. And that's just around the corner. Let's uh, hit the phones. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Oh, by the way, Margaret Cho will be on the show, comedian Margaret Cho, in just a few minutes. Boss is shedding a lot today. He's shedding all over me here. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) You know, I always worry when you, the doctor, has problems, but you're just like us. You have problems, too, with it. Not you personally, but your animals. (laughs) And we all got problems. Yeah. Yeah, My dogs certainly do. I mean, from, you know, eating things inappropriately to shedding to, you know, being sassy. Uh, yeah, I gotta work with. I gotta talk to Vlade about this stuff with Boss Man. You know, we gotta have a, a little sit down with him. Let's see. We're going to Sabrina. Hey, Sabrina, how are you? I'm great. What's going on with your uh, dog, cat, or iguana? Uh, cat, and he is. Um, well, he had fleas, uh, and I was told by the pet store to buy boric acid uh, to put into the carpet to eradicate the fleas. And I did that, and um, and uh, he started, you know, shortly thereafter, he would walk on the carpet. His whole underside um, became just really red and hot, just a lot of heat. And the pads of his feet were, um, I think, maybe burned by the acid. I don't know. but um, hmm. uh, And now he's just licking himself excessively. Uh, he's losing hair kind of. Uh, and, you know, both on the same sides of the back legs. Um, mm-hmm. and he just won't stop licking himself. And 
I don't know what to do. <laughs> okay. Now, with, with his foot pads, are there any sores on his pads, or is he just licking them a lot? Uh, he was just licking them a lot. It looked like possibly, you know, this was two weeks ago that this all started, but um, uh, it looked like it was a chemical burn because he's got kind of like, uh, I don't know, when I look at him right now, they're kind of indented a little bit, kind of like, uh, mm. kind of pruney in a way. Okay. Yeah, and, you know, it is, it's remotely possible. Boric acid is, is kind of one of those natural things that we can put in the environment to help with flea control. Now, it is not solely a method of effective flea control. You need to use that with other methods, what we call integrated flea control. So something for the pet, something for the environment, and you work on the different life cycles and the different places that the uh, critters all live. So that being said, if that's all you did, we didn't really effectively get rid of fleas. So um, that's another whole topic. As well. What's that? Advantage, I did that as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So you're you're doing some other stuff I, now with boric acid. It's it's generally quite safe, and it's and many people say it's as safe as salt, as table salt. But there there would be some possibility you could get some dermal irritation from that. But it it really does not commonly occur. Um, so as long as a pet has healthy skin to start with, they generally don't get irritated and they don't absorb a lot of it through their skin. Now, if we have unhealthy skin um, or irritation kind of already existing, then you might get more exposure potential. And um, when I hear of kitties that are scratching, chewing, have hair loss, um, and I know that there's fleas in the environment, that's always suspect because flea allergy dermatitis can go on long after those fleas are gone in their environment. So that may be still some of that. So we may need to get this kitty to the vet so we can talk about getting her some good relief for itch and discomfort. But when you said something, it kind of piqued my interest um, where her foot pads kind of pitted in, you said. Yeah. And there's there's some weird conditions that we can see with cats where they'll get sores, um, swellings on the foot pads, or even uh, depression. So if you push on them, they kind of push in and stay that way a little while. Kind of like um, a dehydration type thing or... Well, there, there are actually some different types of skin diseases, and, and there's one that's uh, basically a plasma cell dermatitis in kitties that can cause some swelling in the foot pads and also some ulcerations and also some other type of skin issues. And it kind of goes along with some different types of allergy complexes in cats. Um, so those all being said, that that warrants a trip for your vet, um, not to your pet store. So I would say make sure we're, we're talking health care with the right professional here. Um, and for me, if I see a kitty with some serious foot pad symptoms, then we may go looking for some of those skin diseases. We might do a biopsy. We may start with something simple like check for skin mites, um, little microscopic critters, um, and we may even just do something like even trying courses of medications such as an antibiotic or an antihistamine. So it really is going to depend on what your kitty's skin looks like, but there are definitely some therapies that I would consider and um, really know that we are likely dealing with more than just um, probably just a contact irritation here okay so thank you so much okay well i hope that's helpful and and i know it's always hard when there's so many different things well it could be this it could be that it could be this it could be an allergy um but the the real real truth is we just got to get our eyeballs on things and see or even poke and scrape and smell (laughs) we veterinarians use all our senses so i hope that we get your baby feeling better there sabrina and all our best wishes to you 
Thanks for your call, Sabrina. We hope things get better. 1-866-405-8405. That is toll-free to the Dream Team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joy Turner, and Vladi the World Famous Russian Dog Wizard all here at your beck and call. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewy's. Great dog food and now great cat food. And this is the food that Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog is on. And I know that Mika gets a little Stella and Chewy's all over her dog food and put on top. Yes, yes, it's always I, it's always the case. I um, you know sprinkle over, which is enhance uh, you know nutrition value because Stella and Chews provide um, so much raw. Um, nutrition, enzymes, cofactors, vitamins, minerals, but it's in the in the form of Mother Nature created. Yeah, absolutely. It's like Vlade says, there's no fillers, there's no preservatives, there's no colorings, there's no sugar. It's just 100% raw meat. And we'd love to and send I, you a sample. Yes, I'm sorry. And Go. I just would like to just add that um, and no synthetic vitamins and minerals. This is the biggest scam in America, people. It is. All those, yeah, it is. All that vitamins and minerals, it's unbelievable. You know, for instance, give a quick example. Um, like say vitamin A. It consists of um, five components, alpha, beta, gamma, and so on. And some of them prob- probably even unknown to the science. So when we take vitamin A, it just we're using like, um, you know, one of, one of components and we consume to our body, our body in order to complete its action to create really something out of this component basically it's sucking out of our body the rest of coenzymes necessary cofactors to deal with this situation so in other words you can get even worse than better by consuming synthetics vitamins and minerals in Europe this is the biggest trend right now whole food concentrate vitamins and minerals this is the only products that works None of that crap in Stella and Chewy's. I'll tell you that right now. We'd like to send you a sample. All you have to do is send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. The address is over at the website at animalradio.com. And we'll send you back a sample. As Judy says... Please let me know whether it's dog or cat food. I get so many requests, and they don't tell me. So I don't know if you have a cat or dog. And if you have both, I will send you both. So please note it in your correspondence. Thank you so much. Stella and Chewy's for sponsoring Animal Radio. Hi, I'm Ed Asher, you're on Animal Radio. Spay or neuter your animals, you dummies. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors, Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beefalicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-S dot com. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners. 
SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or a checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Imagine a unique cat containment system for your home, apartment, or condo that's incredibly strong, lightweight, and easy to assemble. Cats on Deck has the answer. With their exclusive Instaclamp, you can quickly change configuration or size by connecting screened panels to each other in minutes. Cats are vertical creatures. With Cats on Deck, you can add shelves, ramps, tunnels, and even a loft. Visit CatsOnDeck.com today. Home of modular, lightweight, and strong enclosures, providing superior lifestyle enrichment and a safe outdoor environment for your cat. Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets, one 405 8405 And in just a minute, we're going to find out uh, the solution for bad breath from Stacy Cohn. And, and not human bad breath. This is uh, <laughs> strictly talking about your animal's bad breath. Mainly dogs, I think. Even though cats can have some pretty bad breath. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, one of ours does. Whew. Well, I'll tell you, she can clear a room. <laughs> She can knock the buzzard off a meat wagon. <laughs> the buzzard off a meat wagon. I like that one. I like one. that. Write yeah. that one down. That's good. I'm going I'm to steal that line before the saliva has even dried. Joey, I'm feeling much better this week. I'm glad to have you back. We missed you last week. Yes, it's it's, it's good to be back, and I feel good. But uh, I, I can't wait to hear this um, bad breath remedy here. Oh, Why do we always have to wait? Like, can't we just, you know... We have to wait like know, can, everybody else. Can, can't she tell us now? Stacy is always making us wait. Yeah. It's uh, called forced listenership. And right? it would spoil the surprise. It would spoil the surprise. Yeah, absolutely. I hear you. Uh, let's see. We have Derek on the phone. Hey, Derek, welcome to the show. I understand you are a new listener. Uh, I am. It's actually Eric. But yes, I am. Oh, oh I'm s- today. New listener, and I've already screwed up your name. I'm sorry about that. It is Eric. Welcome to the show, and today's your first day. You've never heard animal radio before? No, I'm barely in the car with my XM radio on Saturdays traveling, so just an unusual day. What kind of animals do you have? Uh, I have a uh, seizure alert service dog for my son, Daniel. A seizure alert service dog. What kind of dog is it? Uh, It's a yellow lab. And we also have a tiny uh, teacup-sized Shih She's six pounds. What does she do? We have a... uh, She's just a pet. (laughs) She's a food alert. If if there's food around, she alerts you. Yeah. uh, My son's service dog, it's the old lab. Her name is Dove. Um, We got her from a uh, training facility out of Xenia, Ohio. Am I allowed to say the name? Oh, absolutely. Uh, Four Paws for Billy. It's the number four. Paws and then F O R ability. Oh, ability. And okay. Uh huh. And they their uh, training facility specializes in service animals for children like my son who has autism. And Dove actually can alert, and she's done it dozens and dozens of times. She can alert to my son's seizures about an hour to two hours before they happen. Wow! Wow! I had a seizure once, and I'll tell you the one thing that about about it is you have no idea that it's going to happen. You just suddenly wake up and find yourself uh, disoriented, and usually the fire department around you. Uh, or mm-hmm. 
But uh, in this case, your dog, what is your dog's name? Dove. Dove? Dove. She's, she's from the uh, chocolate litter. She has some brothers and sisters named Godiva, uh, <laughs> Truffles, and Wonka. I'm, I'm serious. Some coolest names you've ever heard. <laughs> uh. So now how does Dove know that your son is going to have a seizure? Do you know how? Uh, well, there's uh, two common theories uh, throughout the medical community. I did a, I wrote a paper on this a couple of years ago for school. I'm in college at night as well as work full-time. And the two theories are um, the first one, which isn't the popular theory currently, is that they can detect subtle changes in the body's posture because, as you're very much aware, that uh, dogs actually communicate through looking at their master's body posture as well as their tone of voice, you know, their look, things like that. Um, the more common theory and with the theory that I hold is that they detect through scent. Yeah, uh, and that scent is an electrical discharge in the brain that happens, you know, an hour to two hours before the the seizure becomes outwardly manifested, and that electrical discharge starts with the neurons all firing in the brain at the same time, and that creates a generic odor. Eric, I'm smell. Joy Turner, the animal communicator. And I can tell you, uh-huh. Dove is, she knows that I can speak with dogs, and so she's been talking to me while you've been talking. She wants to tell you her theory about how she knows what's going on. Dove says the way that she knows that a seizure is going to come is there is the smell element because the chemistry in the body will change. The electrical is a whole different element to her because the electrical energy in and around the body organs and especially the mind will change. And there are some very interesting things. I don't know if you're all aware of this, but there is the physical body and then there is an energetic body that's around and through the physical body. People might see that as auras or that kind of thing. That body changes significantly and she picks up all of those signals and knows when to alert for your son. So what does Dove what does Dove do to alert? I mean, does does Dove come to you and say wow, bow wow or or what what happens? How do you know that uh, your son's going to have a, a seizure? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, Dove actually uh, all the animals that have seizure alert ability, it's a natural ability. They either have it or they or they don't. You, a dog can't be trained to have this ability, but they can be trained to actually have a specific alert behavior. So when we know she actually gives us that behavior, we know that that's actually a seizure that's imminent. And her behavior, which is the most common behavior that service dogs have that have this ability, or dogs that just have it, you know, regular family pets, is she will come into a living room from Daniel's room and actually sit and have a very intense stare. She won't be like wagging her tail. She'll just sit there and just look at you. And then if you, she did this just three nights ago, and then if you don't, notice her staring at you, which obviously is a very subtle behavior, she'll scoop forward and then stare at you again closer, and then she'll put her paw on your knee, just one paw, and keep looking at you like, hey, hey, I'm trying to tell you I'm doing my job here. <laughs> that, that was, I mean, Daniel's fixing to have a seizure, you know, and it's almost, most of the time it's when an hour almost to the minute. Mm. Very, very uh, What will you do when, you, when she alerts you? What will you do? Um, well, if we're in another room or if one of uh, Daniel's nurses aren't sitting with them, then we'll go into the room and start monitoring him. And then we have medication that if the seizure actually uh, happens, then you know we'll actually administer the medication to stop the seizure from going into status epilepticus, which wow. means that if he seizes over and over and over again, it becomes a, a medical emergency. How long has Dove been with you? 
let's see, a year and a half now. Is Dove ever wrong? Is she ever wrong? Yeah. Uh, she is. Uh, in the very beginning, because Daniel is autistic, and part of what she's trained for uh, through four paws for ability is this disruptive behavior. In other words, she can actually break a meltdown uh, by lapping Daniel, giving him high fives, uh, kissing him on the cheek. Oh. These are all things that she's trained to help him with. And because he doesn't understand why he has a dog, they have to bond. And anyone that has a seizure alert service dog, there has to be the bonding process where the dog understands who am I alerting for, mm-hmm. who am I trying to take care of. And it took us about, ooh, probably uh, a year to fully get that bond because, you know, he doesn't understand why Dub is there, and, and he's not overly affectionate with Dub. Right. It's a very difficult situation. And secondly, most of Daniel's seizures are at night in the dark, where obviously why, again, we think it's scent-related, and as your other uh, guest or show host uh, commented about, is because he's under the covers in that dark and at night, and some of those times she missed the seizures because she's sleeping. Mm. So... Yeah, she has missed them, but she's much, much better at that now. And there's been times when, oh, you're not alerting. You're staring at me because you want to go outside and go potty. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I understand yeah, that. Well, okay. I'll tell you, you know, I want, oh. Judy, get Eric's number and everything. What I'd like to do is I'd like to make sure Dove is part of our Hero Pet Awards and, and at least mentions, because I, I think this mm-hmm. is a hero pet here that we're talking about. And uh, we appreciate your call, and, and I'm glad to have a new listener. We, you know, we're looking for new listeners. Tell a friend about this. We get new listeners every week, and this oh, awesome! Th- this show has grown big. It, is it possible to mention a website they oh, can go to? If absolutely. Someone have someone with uncontrolled seizures where they can get more information. Absolutely, and we'll even link to it from AnimalRadio.com. What is the website? Uh, well, there's two, DanielsDog.com, that's our website, DanielsDog.com, it's just an information-only website about seizure alert dogs and some other items about seizures, and then, of course, four paws for ability, which is the number four paws, F-O-R, ability.com for any of your listeners who are looking for answers to help with their seizures and, you know, let them get advance notice. Thank you, Eric, for your time today, and thanks for listening to Animal Radio. We'll see you around next weekend, okay? Thank you. I would enjoy Thank you for having me. Bye now. That's great. That 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 really is great. I mean, I think if I had a seizure phone on, on the floor, my dog would, would urinate on me. You know, <laughs> you got, we got a new spot. We got a new spot to go, and um, you know, I get jealous here at this. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We'd love to hear from new listeners. If you are a new listener, like Eric, there, uh, please ring us up right now. Vinny Penn, Party Animal, coming at you on Animal Radio. Nice to be back. Thanks for having me back. All right, I know all of you out there. I'm going to sweep. I'm going to say all of you out there. Maybe the fact of the matter is 85% of you are on Facebook. You're doing the FB thing. You're on there. You're updating your status, especially if you're obsessed with your pooch. You're on there saying Lizzie just got home and is scratching Rogo's belly. I don't know where I came up with the name Rogo, but we're all doing the Facebook thing. One question I have for you is, I'm being inundated, not with friend ads, 
I don't know why. Not a lot of people asking me to be their friend. But I am being inundated with all these various causes. I mean, from the silly, uh, so-and-so wants to know if you want to join the Brady Bunch trivia group. Ignore. To various, uh, you know, the race to uh, to end cancer group. And then you can check on more information and see if you want to be a part of it. I see a lot on there for animals. And I wanted to kind of put it out there like... Are we diluting the waters here on Facebook by by fashioning these kind of uh, grassroots groups? Are they taking away from the bigger, more well-known groups that are actually generating capital and uh, we're and doing some good as far as spaying and neutering and saving strays and saving shelters in general? Are these little groups that our, our bored friends are putting together on Facebook, are they chipping away at a larger stone and taking away from something that's been around for 20 years and, and we're... I'm going to go and see if I can add Bob Barker as a friend. Do you think he would accept my ad? I think he would. I think he might. I'm going to see if he's even on Facebook. Gee, saw that tanning. He doesn't even have much of a face left. But you tell me, is Facebook chipping away at the large stone of animal causes? Or should we join all these groups and every group? Hit me up at Animal Radio. Vinny, AnimalRadio.com. Hi, this is Bob Barker on Animal Radio, reminding you to help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, this award season's really gone to the dogs, but... In a good way, all eyes have been on Uggy, the soon-to-be-retired dog from the artist who's been delighting the world with public appearances and award show performances. The 10-year-old Jack Russell's even been nominated for two Golden Collar Awards, an Oscars-type honor for Hollywood pups. Cosmo from Beginners, Denver from 5050, and Hummer from Young Adult, also nominated in the film category. Now famed director Martin Scorsese has written an open letter published in the L.A. Times asking that Blackie the Doberman from his film Hugo be considered for a Golden Collar Award. And judging by the amount of activity on Blackie's Facebook page, looks like he'll be up for a Golden Collar in no time. You know, most people brush their teeth every day, but far fewer of us remember to do that for our pets. Well... February is Pet Dental Health Month, and the American Vet Medical Association is reminding pet owners that bad breath can be a sign of serious health problems. You know, I was at the car wash the other day, and this lady brought in her little chihuahua. She's actually a dog walker. Of course, she loaded me with her cards and everything when I said I have three dogs. But um, her little chihuahua was probably 80 years old. I have no clue. It jumped on my lap and just kept breathing and licking my face. And I want to tell you something. That chihuahua must be eating tuna fish since it was two years old. It smelled so bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Periodontal disease. It's probably the most common health problem that vets find in pets. It's estimated that by uh, the age of two, 80% of dogs, 70% of cats have some form of periodontal disease. So they recommend that you brush your pet's teeth every day or at least several times a week. Cost of a toothbrush and pet toothpaste, far less than treatment for dental disease, which includes x-rays, teeth cleaning, and tooth extraction. And you know what? To put that dog to sleep to do their teeth, it's probably around 
three hundred and fifty bucks. Well, it's the first kind of its uh, thing in the state. It's uh, a pet ambulance. Can you believe this? It's designed to respond to emergencies for your best friend, and it's now in operation in Southwest Florida. Cindy Reese's dog Dudley needed help, and he needed it fast, so his vet sent for the pet ambulance to get him to the emergency room as soon as possible. Southwest Florida Veterinary Services Doctor Wendy Arsenault and her husband came up with this idea. It's piped for oxygen, unlike a human ambulance. We actually have oxygen cages. There's an ECG, a defibrillator, blood pressure, IV fluids, a catheter supply, first aid, pretty much everything in a human ambulance is in this ambulance. It's an ambulance designed to save lives, and time is of the essence, and the faster that you can administer that aid, the better they can do, said Arsenault. One thing that would make the ambulance a little better is being able to use sirens and lights. It's something that they don't have permission to do just yet, but that and even more advancements are in the works to keep tails wagging. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3 and the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000? Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution and no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z one 405 8405 to the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. Who's the Dream Team, you ask? Well, we've got Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Ernie Rodina, he's our horse expert. Our animal communicator, Joy Turner. Groomer, Joey Volani. And Dr. Debbie. I'm Hal Abrams. And Judy Francis is screening your calls. A lot of calls today, huh? Yes, we're busy, busy, busy. On this President's Day weekend. A holiday for the President? I don't think they need a holiday at all. Some of the celebrities that come on the show, they need a holiday is what I'm thinking. A couple of weeks ago, we had Betty White, who's doing a lot of fabulous things for the animals. Now, next week, you have Billy Dean. Now, I'm not familiar with him. He's a country singer, Hal. Come on, get with it. I'll have to get with the times. But really excited. Today, we have comedian Margaret Cho joining us. Hi, Margaret. Welcome to the Cho. Cho. Hi. Thank you very much. Where are we, where are we calling you today? I'm in my home in Los Angeles, and um, I have my uh, Australian cattle dog, Nick, here and my Chihuahua Pomeranian mix here, and they're sleeping um, on the bed, and, and they're uh, here with me to do the interview in in a in a quiet mood there today. Well, I know they're a muse for you, and and for some of the comedy that you write. Well, I do uh, write a lot about my dogs, and then I've I've had dogs now for I guess about um, almost twenty years. You know, the uh, first dog that I had. Um, Rafe was 14 when he died some years ago, and he's a big shepherd mix, and he was just a wonderful, wonderful guy, and, you know, I really miss him a lot. No, was that the song on Codependent? Is that about him? Yes. I wrote a song about him um, with Patty Griffin. Uh, I, I think, you know, we were both kind of inspired about writing love songs for our dogs, and I don't think there had ever been a 
like a love song that was pretty serious that was really sung as a duet between a dog and his owner. And so um, that's what the song uh, is about. It's called Hey Big Dog. It's sort of about human problems versus dog problems. It's really lovely. Okay, and I'm sorry, it's Cho-Dependent is the name of the CDI. <laughs> I'm codependent. That's why it came so easy to me. But the the deal here now is that you sing, too, and I didn't know this. I just found this out today. Uh, Well, I do uh, a bit of, you know, like, it it really is mostly stand-up comedy, but it's stand-up comedy as music. You know, the the music that I make is pretty much um, really an extension of what I do as a comedian, so it's not necessarily that far off. But I am a musician also, and... uh, uh, pretty good singer, so I really enjoyed that part of my life as well. Now, uh, you just mentioned that uh, your dogs are on the bed with you. Are you one of those people that sleep with your dogs? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes, but the little Chihuahua Pomeranian was, like, very adamant about the cattle dog not getting on the bed. Like, she, you know, the little dog is the boss. Of and course. So she gets very angry <laughs> when anybody else gets on the bed. My big dog, Rafe, was too large to get on the bed. He used to get on the bed... Well, I think when he was much springier, and then and later in life he had a lot of hip problems, so he couldn't actually make the jump. Uh-huh. Or if he did, he needed assistance, and then he needed assistance to, to come off the bed. So he ended up sleeping um, next to me um, in a little bed on the floor, and then the cattle dog also sleeps at the foot of the bed in a little um her own little dog bed, but the, the chihuahua, of course, has the run of the house. Sure, sure. <laughs> I'll tell you, my animals, they sleep wherever they want on the bed, and I have to move and accommodate them. Right. I mean, it's sometimes, you know, it, it, it's like you can't really make any uh, space for yourself. Although, you know, I really love having the animals on the bed. Like, it, it, it helps me sleep, you know, and when I'm in a hotel and kind of away from them, like, I'll put pillows on the bed to sort of simulate dog's dog body. Uh, you need to travel with some stuffed animals and place them on the bed to make yourself uncomfortable. I know. Sleep. That's a good idea. Yeah, life-size stuffed animals of your dog. So I realized just now that you, you were brought up in the hate district in the in the 70s, and that's Ooh. where you actually went to grammar school. And I can't imagine what you learned in grammar school, maybe to roll joints. I don't, I don't know what you learned on <laughs> I, hate. I guess. Well, there was a lot of that still going on, you know, in the 70s. Like, of course, it was like a carryover from the 60s and then... You know, but it was an amazing place to grow up in. And and also, you know, like I was around some of the first really like tattooed people. And and, um, it was very, it was a very great kind of culture to be around. Well, you're tattooed all over now. I am. I am very, very tattooed. Um, Although you wouldn't necessarily know it to look at me just because most of them are not visible under uh, what I wear. So mostly just kind of for me. Any animals tattooed on you there? Any of your dogs or anything? I, I have a lot of birds. I have some horses. I have um, a lot of snakes. I have no dogs um, as of yet, so that'll change, I'm sure. Yet being the key word, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, have a, I have a tattoo for my big dog, Rafe. Um, it's sort of a memorial tattoo, but I have um, him as a horse because I, I used to take him for long walks on this horse trail and I, I really honestly believe that he thought he was one of the horses that he would see because he just really responded to them in a way that was so magical. And 
you know, he was a big and mighty dog, but I think he wanted to be bigger. And so <laughs> I thought he would be best remembered on me as a horse because that's what he aspired to be. That's what he thought. Well, I know that our little ladybug, the studio stunt dog, she isn't really aware of her size. And sometimes she'll go to a, a bigger dog and start nipping at it. She she thinks she's bigger. I and think it's like a Napoleon syndrome or something. What yeah, do they call she's that? only eight pounds. <laughs> Mm, yeah, a lot of small dogs do that. I mean, I think a lot of small dogs are so really, their confidence is built by their owners, you know, because we love our small dogs, and we just completely build them up and um, give them a lot of dog pride, and, and I think, you know, maybe that's what happens when you, they sort of encounter larger dogs. Yeah, you know what I've heard, too, is that we carry them so much that we raise them to oh, a level, sure, so they sure. look down on even big dogs when we're holding them, so they think that they're mightier uh-huh. and greater when they're in our That arms. makes a lot of sense, but also my, my little dog will climb up to the highest point on the couch, so she will, like, ah. sit, like higher than anybody else in the house, so I think she sort of believes that she rules everyone. What do you think the silliest thing you do to spoil your animal is? Um, I don't know if it's so silly. You know, what I what I like to do is I like to make um, very, very advanced dog toys. I, I've actually made them with my sewing machine where I'll, like, hmm. take a bunch of, like, older, like, fabric that I'm not using, and then I'll hide a dog treat inside of the toy, like kind of like a squeaky toy. So I'll actually make um, uh, sort of a fresh uh, dog toy that they can act totally destroy um, every day for them. So tell us a little bit about Dancing with the Stars. I did that last year, and it was really hard. They pay you so much money. It's a really insane Good amount yes. of money. <laughs> like huge, like more than I normally get. I was like, why is this so much? And then... You do it and you go, oh, I see why this is so much. So hard. Do you practice dancing yeah. with your dogs at all? <laughs> they, well, they uh, always, when I start dancing or doing anything like that around them, they start barking. My, my cattle dog barks so loud that her front paws actually lift off the ground. <laughs> well, let me give out some of these CDs now. Cho Revolution, 1-866-405-8405. Oh, we got this beautiful... It's a women's tank. It is. A, yeah, this won't look good on no. me. No, Choho, how? That doesn't look Cho-ho, good. Choho. <laughs> if you're not lucky enough to get through today, you can pick these DVDs up at your local uh, store and probably get them and online at Amazon. Also on Mar- uh, MargaretCho.com. It's all there. Margaret, thanks so much for joining us today. Of course, thank you. Go give those animals a big old hug from all of us. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. You love cleaning the litter box? I didn't think so. Fortunately, with world's best cat litter, problem solved. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate nasty pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, world's best cat litter is pet people and planet friendly. We offer a money back guarantee if you aren't completely satisfied. Find it at a store near you by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash Animal Radio. Imagine a unique cat containment system for your home, apartment, or condo that's incredibly strong, lightweight, and easy to assemble. 
Cats on Deck has the answer. With their exclusive Instaclamp, you can quickly change configuration or size by connecting screened panels to each other in minutes. Cats are vertical creatures. With Cats on Deck, you can add shelves, ramps, tunnels, and even a loft. Visit CatsOnDeck.com today. Home of modular, lightweight, and strong enclosures, providing superior lifestyle enrichment and a safe outdoor environment for your cat. I miss that. One eight six should. Yeah. One eight six six four oh five eight four oh five. We're gonna head back to the phones, but first Joey's tip of the week. Brought to you by seniorpetproducts.com. Remember you can save twenty five percent off your purchase by putting the code save twenty five in the promo code box. And Joey. Well, I've been getting a lot of calls on this and we also do it a lot where veterinarians prescribe prescription shampoos for the pets and they want people to actually do it at home sometimes even on a daily base depending on whatever the um, problem is but there's the only problem and they don't tell you is unless the pet's skin is clean you know you get rid of all the dead skin and um if there's any type of scabbing or um a lot of shedding unless you get rid of that it's not going to work real well and unfortunately even if these you know products worked really good medically they don't clean good so what happens is is you use the product and half of it goes down the drain because it actually can't do its job because it's not removing the dirt and the oils and all the buildup that's there so what we want to do is we want to do this in a way where you're not going to hurt the pet but you're going to maximize the product that you've been given because it's usually pretty expensive from the veterinarian so this is what we're going to do we're going to talk about a product that's like the cure-all it's my cure-all for a lot of things and that's oxygen-based cleaner, like OxyClean. Um, in the pet industry, you could find it as odor handler. And then there's a website called Opaline that they use oxygen therapy on people, but it's the same. It's basically the same product. You can use all three. The best one, if you can find it, is the Opaline version because it's the cleanest of all of them, but sometimes it's hard to find. So your general OxyClean in the store works good. One scoop of that to a gallon of, of really warm water. Now, the important thing is you got to mix it with, a, with a shampoo or some kind of degreaser. A couple of squirts of Dawn works well because certain pet shampoos don't mix well with it. It changes the chemical compound. So what happens is if you use just anything, sometimes you could be making it worse. It can actually burn the dog's skin or the cat's skin, depending if you're using it on a kitty, because it changes the chemical structure. So just stick to your regular your Dawn dish detergent. And what you're going to do is pour that on the pet. Scrub it in really good. And what you want to do, if there's any scabs or anything, get all that off. Because with the oxygen therapy, it gets down there and it's going to blast away everything on that skin and push it away. You're going to be left with clean skin that you're able to now apply the medication. Let that sit on five to ten minutes. And normally I say don't rinse it off, but in this case, because we just want clean skin, we don't want nothing left behind, rinse it off completely. When you apply the shampoo to the dog, the medicated shampoo, you're going to notice automatically that it's going to lather up better. And that's because it's clean. 
and it's not getting broken down by the dirts and the oil. Let that sit on whatever prescribed, five, ten minutes, rinse it off, and you're going to notice that you're going to get a hundred times better result than you would normally, and it's going to save you a lot of money that way. Wow, that OxyClean is pretty good stuff. I use that all the time. You know, we, we need to get them on as a sponsor here. Very good. Joey Villani, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, check out Joey's site at joeyvillani.com. We'll link to that from animalradio.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. It's hard enough to find love, but finding someone who loves you and all your pets can be even trickier. A new Dutch website says it's a meeting place for all animal lovers. Whether you're looking for that special someone, someone who likes snakes and spiders, or someone to take care of your chickens when you're on vacation. The site was started by Betty Bowery, inspired by her friends who were telling her how difficult it was to meet someone, especially if they had more than one pet. Members can describe themselves and their pets and then contact each other through the website. Betty started the site, but she doesn't really need it. She's already met her match, and they have 13 dogs and 4 cats between them. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Radio. Toll free 1 Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard answering your questions. Also, groomer Joey Volani, Dr. Debbie, and animal communicator Joy Turner. It's toll free. And you can also uh, hook us up on Facebook with your questions at Animal Radio and Twitter at Animal Radio. And like us at Facebook. We need more people to like us. On Facebook, that is. Yeah, everybody likes us, Hal. Just uh, not on Facebook. And we're, we're actually bribing you. If you like us on Facebook, we're going to give you a gift this week. Chances are pretty good you could win because, frankly, we don't have a lot of people liking us on Facebook. Stop it. I'm taking it a little personally. What does that mean I'm if you're not? on Facebook now because I want a gift. <laughs> you're not eligible. Yeah, you can't win, Joey. Put in a fake name well, like I'm, I now do. I'm not going. Well, do a fake name like I do. You know, the conversation we were having on Facebook this last week was about whether or not your dog or cat or iguana, whatever it is, do they sleep in the bed with you? Because 20 years ago, the dog was out back in a kennel. Yeah, they weren't even in the house. Now they're in the house. They're family members. And in my situation, I have cats all around me at night. In fact, I blame all of my back troubles on (laughs) the cats. I know. You won't move them, do you? You have to move for them. I have a lot of trouble with the animals in bed. Joey, you were talking about that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's 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 terrible. It's terrible. And Vlade has been trying to help me out here because I'm a groomer. I'm not a trainer. I'll, I'll never say that I am. And we have the four Karen Terriers that sleep in a um, king-size bed with my wife, and I'm not allowed to get into the bed. They, they basically attack you. Remember Jin Jin on Genie? Well, well... 
think of Jinjin, okay, but four times, and I'm um, just, you know, tearing you up because you're getting in the bed. So I sleep in the other room. <laughs> yeah, I would put an end to that. What is your wife? She she doesn't mind, does she? She's okay with that? No, she wants me in the other room. What are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. She's probably trained. And I'll tell you what, it, yeah. it's, it's most of the time it ain't too bad being in the other room, so. Let's hit the phones. one 405 8405 Do your pet sleep with you? We go to Sugar. Hey, Sugar. Is Sugar your real name? It is. I love that. I bet you're a sweet gal, too. Huh? <laughs> well, yeah. hey, that may be debatable. We'll have to ask my husband <laughs> that one. <laughs> do you let your animals sleep in bed with you? Yes, I do. Uh-oh. What kind of animals I do you do. have? I do. I have two pugs, and uh, my younger one, who is nine years old, has slept in my arms Aww. on the time she was six weeks old. In your Aww. arms every night? In my night? arms, and that's how she goes to sleep. She crawls under the covers and then crawls back out and keeps her two front paws on my upper shoulder and head on my shoulder and stares at my husband next to me. Aww. Does she keep him away? Between us. Does she keep him away from you? Uh, she won't move. <laughs> Yeah, so the answer is yes. How big is she now? How much does she weigh? She, she doesn't weigh too much. She's uh, probably about 10 pounds. She's a real little one. And my male sleeps on my other side, but more towards my hip. What does your old man think of this? He's not happy. Yeah. The thing I <laughs> no. noticed with the cats is it's really ruined my spontaneity, if you know well, what I mean. Well, we have cats, too, and we have a lock on our bedroom door. Because my one cat opens the door with, opens the door handle. Oh, wow. So you don't let the cats on the bed, though? Well, I do if the dogs aren't going to chase them. But it's usually a chase game. So at night, my cats are up at night, um, roaming. They think that they're catching things and they're just, uh, going after the dog toys and carrying them and screaming while they're carrying them. Yeah, wow. I can't see having so your bed as a racetrack. We keep them locked out so we could sleep, and there's no chase things going on. Yeah, okay. Well, I feel for your husband there. But you know what? We've always slept with our animals, but it, it's not been where they have slept in the middle, like yeah. my female does. I mean, we, we used to sleep with our Dobie between us. So they would much rather have your husband out of the bed, basically no, what you're saying, correct? No, not really, but um, <laughs> I'm not going to move my pug. <laughs> or is she going to move? Mm, okay. Okay. All right. Thank you for your well, call. It was nice uh, hearing your um, radio show this morning. Is this the first time you've heard it? It is. I'm not usually up as early as I was. I was on my way to... My son and daughter-in-law, she uh, went into labor this morning. Oh, congratulations. Do we have a baby? No, but it was a false, false oh. alarm. So I, um, 9 o'clock, came back home. Okay. <laughs> well, we appreciate... But I will be listening to it. You now. can also catch the podcast after it airs nationally, or if you have XM Satellite Radio, you can also listen on that. There's there's a couple of ways. I'll encourage you to check out the website at animalradio.com. I will, for sure. Thank you very much oh, thank for you. calling. Boy, nice talking with you. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Two new listeners in one day here. This is amazing. We've been around for 11 years, and we're still getting new listeners every day. This is, this is exciting for me. If you're a new listener or if your animal sleeps in a bed with you,
you. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> okay, it's time for us to all go back to our regular jobs. Well, except for you, Doctor. You're, this is your regular job. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I do all, all the time. There's no escaping. And you folks made me work even last week when I was sick. So, hey. 1-866-405-8405. That number is open all week long. So you can get your questions answered and your answers questioned. <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we do it here, okay? We, we double check. We, we have all kinds of lists and stuff. Bye. 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 Have a great week. This is Animal Radio Network.